0: Hello and welcome to Finch Shorts Daily. In today's episode, we talk about India's solar module manufacturing ambitions. Before we start today's episode, here's a quick side note from Team Ditto. If you're someone who's great at communicating and are enthusiastic to join our team, is looking to recruit new insurance advisors. And no, you don't even need to know about insurance. We will train you from scratch and you can enjoy working remotely with a great team. So if you are interested or know someone who is, please click the link in the description below. Now, on to today's episode. Solar manufacturing is quite fascinating. It starts with polysilicon. This is the root material that forms the base of all our solar modules. It is melted and cast into metal blocks called ingots. When you thinly slice an ingot, you get wafers. The wafers then clean to form a solar cell. And finally, multiple cells are put together to form solar modules. This finally goes into the panels that convert sunlight into energy and help light up our homes. And no prizes for guessing who dominates this entire supply chain. It's China. It has an 80% market share across stages. But India has big dreams too. We want to get toe-to-toe with China and capture at least one part of this supply chain. We want to become a mega solar module maker. And the thing is, we seem to be making good progress we doubled the manufacturing capacity in FY23, and our solar cell and module exports also rose a whopping 364% compared to the previous fiscal year. If things go right, we could become the second largest solar module maker in the world by 2026. Sure, we'll still be a long way behind China, but we'll overtake Japan, and that's something. So how are we achieving this, you ask? Well, a part of the success can be attributed to China dropping an axe on its own foot. Last year, research by Breakthrough Institute revealed something shocking. It suggested that China was employing slave labor in its renewable energy supply chains. Factories in Xinjiang were forcing minority communities of the Uyghurs and Kazakhs to make polysilicon. And since this region is the source of nearly half of the world's solar-grade polysilicon, countries jumped into action. Everyone wants renewable energy, but not at the cost of human rights. For instance the u.s began slapping import duties on chinese solar modules and imposed bans too companies want as little to do as possible with china and maybe that's why we also had news last week that us-based first solar will invest millions of dollars into producing and exporting solar panels from india this chinese problem is giving india a chance to step up the solar game now this was an unexpected gain but we've got expected gains coming from the government's consistent efforts to back domestic manufacturers too. To begin with, in 2021, we launched the PLI or Production Linked Incentive Scheme. These were monetary incentives given to companies who showed incremental sales each year. And it encouraged companies to cover the entire production cycle, starting from making polysilicon cells, wafers, modules and panels. And as per Credit Suisse, We set aside 24,000 crore rupees to get this moving. But then, the government did something else too. You see, Chinese manufacturers supplied 85% of India's panel demand. India needed to find a way to cut back on these imports. So the government launched something called the Approved List of Models and Manufacturers or ALMM. Simply put, this is an official list where a manufacturer had to be registered if they wanted to participate in government projects to expand solar power across the country. It was a way to discourage imports and offer a stamp of quality on Indian solar-related manufacturing, something that everyone could trust. And the government even imposed a 40% import tax on solar panels to prevent dumping from China and other parts of Asia. So yes, there's a lot happening. But as with most things, we do have to talk about the hurdles too. For starters, if India truly wants to become a solar module manufacturing mammoth, we probably need to control every aspect of the supply chain. And that's hard. Take the base material polysilicon. If we want to produce it in India, it's going to cost twice as much, which means we are inevitably going to have to rely on importing it. When it comes to manufacturing sales, we still don't have enough capacity because everyone has directly jumped on the final module manufacturing bandwagon. Again, we have to import what we need. Now, with the tariffs and duties in place on such imports, it becomes expensive and we lose out on pricing power. There's also the money issue that we introduced at the start of the story. Apparently, manufacturers need over 50,000 crores in the next 3-4 to years to set up all their production capacity. But banks and other institutions have been slow to lend, especially to smaller players. So yes, while we definitely seem to be making big strides in solar manufacturing, it's still going to be an uphill battle. And we'll keep our fingers crossed.